Welcome back to Awake and Agile. We've got a, a very interesting session lined up for you today around value metrics, around getting value out of your retros. But then we go into a bit of a deep dive into what's happening in the industry and um, why do we do what we do and what is the fight that we fight. I'm, I'm really glad we had this conversation. I had a lot of fun with it and I think Adam did too, uh, although he may have been triggered. Uh, so, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening to this episode, make sure you hit the like button or smash the subscribe or whatever it is, because we talk about all things agile, scrum, teams, leadership, corporate, small business, all that fun stuff. We love it. And uh, our tens of listeners love it too, I think. And uh, I'm going to stop talking now. Here's the jingle. Bye for now. You just spoke over the recording button again. I did. I did. Sorry, recording. Oh, lately. I thought we were going to get good at this. How many episodes have been? 130 odd. We're we're learning every day. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> or of- every week or every, every two weeks. Speaking of learning, uh, see, well, yes, it it breathes into this one really well. Um, have you got a joke for us yet, Adam? Uh, my jokes are out of reach today. Oh no! Oh no! So I apologise. For not being totally prepared. Do you want me to go and reach them? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm nearly there. Yeah, I'm looking Perfect at terms. someone on Google. They're terrible. I can't um, say I'm, I'm too embarrassed. Is there anything worse than when it's raining cats and dogs? Yes, hailing taxis. Yeah, okay. All right. That was all right. <laughs> when does Friday come before Thursday? I don't know. In the dictionary. Okay. That's like more of a fact than a joke for me. <laughs> That's good to know. On the on the pig theme, because you, you tend to like jokes about pigs. How can you tell if a pig is hot? It's bacon. Yeah. All right. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. I don't know if anyone's going to be left listed to this anymore. <laughs> ah, all right. I want to just to all the animal activists out there. <laughs> I want to I want to talk to you, Adam, about metrics and learning. And um, I know we've covered this in all different kinds of shapes and forms before. I think we should talk yes. about it again. Because people what, don't get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> probably more. Well, what we may not have spoken about is the, your intention behind behind your metrics and um, and, and your learning. And so, what, what, I've, what I've seen in the past, and I, I think we've all kind of seen this, is you can, you can get all different kinds of metrics. You can have all these different kind of dashboards and... And you can monitor everything, you know, velocity being a good one, how many points you've achieved in sprints and all that sort of stuff. And you you can you can have an increased velocity uh, of points over the over the quarter. You know, every sprint's getting more points, which is fantastic. Um, but you still haven't delivered value any faster. I remember <laughs> a, a stakeholder once telling me, "You guys have these retros all the time, but you're not delivering any faster." <laughs> so like, you're coming out with these um, learnings, but what are you actually delivering? And um, and how did you react at the time? I think I remember you telling me that that was said. How did you react? It wasn't poorly? a it, sorry, poorly. I I didn't react because it was it was it was a okay. small off the cuff comment in a larger conversation. So it was kind of mm-hmm. like we, we were trying to get to a different point, but it was an off the cuff conversation. So I didn't really get yeah. to respond to that question, but it was an mm-hmm. interesting question, wasn't it? Like. Mm-hmm. You, 
I knew that my team was improving. Or, or actually, it wasn't even my team. It was just a, a statement, a broad statement in all the teams in the division. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, that. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. What would you What would you make of that? Teams are improving uh, through their retrospectives, but they're not delivering value any faster. Okay, and this has been happening for a long time. You could say years. What 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 are we doing? It, it made me think about. We'll, we'll touch back on where we, where we started, which was metrics, and um, what mm-hmm. kind of what kind of metrics are you delivering? And you know, you can game up, you, you can game velocity and cycle time and things like that. But if you're not, you know, measuring the right thing, is what they always say. Yeah, these mm-hmm. measurements, these these metrics don't mean much. You know, you can game the system, you can you can build out a bunch of points, you can have stories for things that probably don't you don't need, and it's not really it's not really monitoring. Uh, value, value delivered, and so so you could ask, well, yeah, what is the value that you're trying to deliver, and and that might be value to customer or value to business or stakeholders. Yeah, so you can have all these different kinds of metrics. What what are some other kinds of metrics? You got burn down charts, you got burn up charts, you've got control charts. Um, gee, what else you got? Heaps of other kind of metrics. Um, defects. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Defects. Uh, results. Test testing. Yep. Yeah, there's heaps of things you can you can measure. Yep, yep, and um and you can game as well. <laughs> you can oh game, yeah, you can yeah. game them. Uh, what's get what gets measured gets managed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. Hey, and I've seen I've seen this kind of um uh, life cycle of stakeholders going. Wow, you can report on all these things. Wow, we got to have you in our team. You know, we got to have we got to have this person that can pull out all the different kinds of metrics so that we know our team's going to be you know the most productive team ever you've got all your reports and mm-hmm. charts and, and but then as time goes on the stakeholders or leaders or whatever may realize that value has hasn't been delivered any quicker when it comes time to the crunch the things have stayed the same mm. but mm. but you can you can use those metrics to point the finger perhaps i don't know so we need valuable <laughs> metrics. You were going to say something, where? No, I'm, I'm just, I just triggered I'm you. Just, <laughs> you. You triggered you triggered a, th- a thought in my brain around you know they use the yeah. What, so what gets measured gets managed and then gets used for evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To to attract to attack or to yeah. So so there's two things running through my mind. One is what is the what are the value metrics and if we're having retros or or even if if we're not and you're just kind of improving in a different way or you're stopping inspecting and adapting in a different way are you being intentional about you know improving the processes improving the tools improving how you're working as a team or is it just yep we've got our one item out of retro and it could be a better font in your email you know the team agrees that you want better font in your email it's like fantastic that's an improvement but is it i don't know but is it actually helping the project move forward? Is it helping the team get faster at doing work? Is it helping improve the feedback loops? All that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's just touch on what are the value metrics? What what do you think the value metrics are, Adam? Oh, I think the only metric you need is is the one how fast you're getting your product or your service or your widgets to the customer. Yep. Yep. And in terms of how fast you're getting feedback. Exactly, you. and how yeah, how fast you're getting feedback from a customer. Yeah. Uh, now, call it whatever you call it. Cycle time, 
call it lead time, call it value delivery, call it whatever you want. Single most important measure, how quickly can we get our stuff out to the customer so that we can get money in the bank so that we can build more stuff Yeah, and diversify our products and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How fast can we deliver? You can't yeah. argue with that. May sound may sound simple, but you need to put some intelligence and science behind that. Yeah. So that you know your process flow and you know where your bottlenecks are, so that you can tweak your bottleneck, tweak, tweak that, so that you can improve your flow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we lead into your hypothesis is how do we have better retros? Yeah. So that so that we we do that improvement. Yeah, and I target better things than font in an email. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I think um, yeah, we we've been uh, as agile practitioners, we've been relentless about getting one thing from retro. Uh, just get one action item. If you if you don't get that one action item, the whole thing could have been the best retro ever, but it was a foul, foul, big fat foul. That's that's what we've kind of been taught, and we haven't really been taught that that one thing needs to be important. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't get away with being a, a rubbish action item uh, or, or a, a lukewarm action item. Yeah. I, yeah. So fresh, fresh out of scrum master school uh, and you're taught, you know, you do the ceremonies and you, you need to have a retro and you've got to have one action out of the retro at least. Mm. And then you make a story out of it and you put it on the board for next sprint and you make sure that it happens. And yeah, yeah. to be fair, I, I don't think you just immediately come out of Scrum Master School knowing that that, that action needs to be a good one. Oh, for sure, for sure. Plus, you're told let the team come up with their own ideas. Don't don't impose your will on the team. You know, mm. if they're all yeah. knowledge workers. They're all intelligent people. More brains in the room means a better idea or a better solution. Yeah. Um, so let the brains come up with a solution, and sometimes they come up with a solution which is, uh, you know, let's let's change the font on our emails. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. But and I accept that. I think as time goes on, though, and you and you're trying to get that better value to customer, and they, you know that you need to improve either your team, your process, or your tool. You you could as an agile okay you could do a couple of things right you could just keep retros as they are let the team come up with their own things and and that's that's perfectly fine and that would make a happy team more than likely so then then you could do that and then you're going to have to think of a way I think to go how every day or every second day or whatever how can I consistently help the team think about improving their process or improving their tools or improving how they work together so there's like yep a retro is going to be its normal retro. And then throughout the week, I'm going to be in their face about these things. And it might be, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're looking at, like you said, the flow of work and the bottlenecks and all that on the board. Um, But it it might be something else. Maybe you're thinking creatively about how else you can um, help improve the process, help improve the tools. But if if you're only going to use the retro, I think that you need to be a bit more intentional and facilitate it in the way that you can help improve the process and help improve the tools if they need to or how the team works together. I don't think it's all on you though. I don't think it's all on the scrum master or the delivery lead or the agile coach or whatever. I, I think you still you still need to use the team to help come up with that great idea. But I think it's it's the art of facilitating and guiding the team towards a better result 
Yes. Yeah. You can, you can than... ask, not force on them, but you, you can ask yeah. them questions about, you know, you know, especially in the retro, right? It's like what went well, what didn't, how can we improve? Or what's what's been hindering our process or what's been slowing us down in, in the way we do things or And that comes down to the design of the yeah. of the meeting. Bingo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. I agree. Yeah. So I suppose if if you are doing a retro every sprint you're doing the same what went well, what didn't, what can we improve? It might be wise to think about going deeper in some of those things. Mm. Okay. I got that off my chest. Okay, good. <laughs> Does that do you think that- I called you out when you mentioned the, the the stakeholder that said, you know, you do retros and you, you don't deliver anything. Yeah. Because I think your opinion of that comment has changed over time. I think you're going back now and going, you know what, they were right. Yeah, yeah. Which, Correct. Which, Correct. Which, my opinion has which, changed. Yeah. Which is growth. Yeah. My my original opinion was what do you know? You're not in the team. You know, you haven't seen our retros. What I thought. What do you yeah. know? That was yeah. my original opinion. And um now my opinion is yeah. well, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> that's a pretty good. Point. Maybe they they could have maybe they could have handled the way they said it better. Oh no, I think because of the trust that we had, I think uh, it was fine coming off okay. the cuff. Yeah, I, I thought that the, that raw comment was perfectly fine. Okay, uh, perhaps in an open forum, okay. it, it was a closed forum. Perhaps in an open forum, um, yeah, it, it could have. Mm, okay. But- but it's, yeah, it's interesting. You, uh, you, uh, yeah, you changed uh, your tune. Yes, yeah. It, it, it just makes sense, doesn't it? It just makes sense. What is the, what is the important thing? It's value to customer. I think, I think you can get caught up in being the team advocate. Like I, I love my teams. I fight for my teams. I'm, I'm loyal to my teams. Um, and for me, always the teams have come before the delivery. And the delivery, I've always assumed that the delivery will come at, at the best result as a result as a result of the best team so focus on getting the team right and the delivery will be at its poss- best possible um, place I think that was naive I think I've probably grown a little bit there I think you like the taco girl can have both and so you can focus on having <laughs> the best team and also focus on having the best delivery um, mm-hmm. I think what the pro- what happens is, and this is kind of why I went the other way, why I became a, a nomad in the area, <laughs> was <laughs> delivery became more important than the teams, and the teams get get burnt out, and um, and the teams fall apart, and the teams don't trust each other, and all that sort of stuff, and then you just got a group of people that tolerate each other and and work on this thing together, and I went the opposite way. My my um, yeah, my method was to create trusting teams. And so that's why that's why I kind of initially went. Well, what do you know about retros? These teams are developing and growing together, and they're they're learning to love each other and work together, and they're they're coming up with their own improvements, and we need to trust them and let them go. And the stakeholder goes, "Yep, but I'm paying all this money for you to deliver deliver this thing, and you're having all these retros, and it's not getting done any faster." And you think, "Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair." And that's the way the world is heading. Uh, I think. And yes. Yeah, talking to others in, in the industry, it's, it's, it is the same thing. It's uh, more and more um, agile agilists are being asked to be more involved in delivery or be more accountable for delivery because because of the balance sheet. Yeah. yeah. It costs money to run a company. Yeah. And for whatever reason, 
the people who run the company don't see value in just having people who are pure getting the team to a to like each other. Yeah, that's what, that's how they think of it. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, and which is not true, right? We we want the not team true. to to like each other so that they can the autonomous so that they can be cross-skilled so that they can deliver faster and deliver the yep. right thing because of the agile principles and so on and so forth. I, I think that we need to continue to be that advocate for the agile way of working and at the same time help the team focus on that delivery point of view as well. And so, and that's where the valuable metrics comes comes back into play. You know, you can do all these scrum principle techniques and all these different burn down charts and burn up charts and points and splitting and decomposing and all that and have not delivered any value faster. So we just, yeah, I think, I think for us to be successful in the agile delivery space is, is to do both is to uphold the agile principles in the teams Mm -hmm. and, and help them focus on the value, value to customer, which, which should be the same thing anyway. I also guess it depends on your definition of success. So if, if success to you is that the team is harmonious, then you may not focus so much on delivery as you, your company might like you to. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you need to tailor that. And, I think. Yeah. And in certain companies, that may, might mean you have a short tenure. Yeah, yeah. In companies that value the bottom line, uh, if you're focused more on the bottom line, you may sacrifice some of that team harmony, but you'll have a job for a while. And, and this is a challenging one too. Simon Sinek goes on about this, right? You know, he talks about how companies want to get the most out of their people. And and he goes, they're not a towel. You, you don't ring them out. You know, <laughs> and, um, look, I, look I, I, I also love Simon and I love his philosophy and I watch his videos and I go, yeah, I wish the world was like that. Yeah, exactly. That's And that's, that's the point, Re- realism, right? <laughs> But Simon, show me the list of companies that have what you are espousing and I'll go and apply to work there because it sounds like it's some <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. nirvana. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I went, went, to a, went to a webinar last week, completely different topic, and it was um, regarding HR in the agile space and agile HR. Yeah. And I, I went in cynical because my because that's a joke. thoughts. Yep. That, uh, my, <laughs> my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, my feelings. And, uh, you know, it was a similar sort of thing. It was like, yep, you need to treat people with blah, 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 and all this, da, da, da. And it's changing and Agile HR is coming. And I'm, I just asked a simple question. Can you tell me a list of companies that actually do it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got crickets. Yeah. So for all this Nirvana navel gazing, there's no one that does it. But I've found. So if you're out there listening and you, there is a company that does it, please tell us. Or maybe you're keeping it a secret because you don't want everyone else to find out because you're happy. And that's okay too. No, it's not okay, Adam. <laughs> I went on a rant. I went on a rant there. No, that was good. I'm liking the way this, this conversation's going. I think it's still I think it's still giving value. Cool. All right. So I, 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 I just don't think the Nirvana exists and it probably never will. Because no. there's always there's always commercial commerciality to satisfy. Well, okay, you and I spoke about this last night when we were at our 
practice run for our conference. Ting ding, mm -hmm. plug, plug, blast conference, ting ding. Mm -hmm. We think that, uh, and I think this has always been true. Uh, um, big companies want agile, little companies need agile. Mm -hmm. Big companies want agile because it's a, a buzzword and it's a hype and it's a, well, we're going to get the most of our, out of our employees and uh, we're going to deliver faster, but we don't want to change anything and we don't want any mindset shifts or anything from top down or all that sort of stuff. And and what happens- They want the labels. They read the label and they go, yeah, yeah we want all correct, that. Correct, correct. Yeah. But that's all they- And do. I was speaking to a recruiter the other day and he said that the, the, the titles are changing to like agile delivery leads and all that sort of stuff because um, these big companies want agile and then they find they haven't- Put enough effort into the change and the mindset and the top-down leadership so they're finding oh well these agile coaches or scrum masters aren't delivering anything um let's change the name and and excuse my language bastardize it and so that's that's like it's a luxury right in a big company this is all a luxury and you can kind of do what you want with it in a small company that needs to be competitive in the market i think agile is absolutely critical because they need to be agile to be able to deliver the right thing. That I don't think they have another choice. Is my theory? It, look, a lot of small companies don't don't have the um, the coaching to help them on their way. So I I hope and I think what mm. what may happen in the future is, with, with like a lot of things, you know, a, a big company uh, gets gets the big tool big toy. Mm. And it becomes the in thing, and then it gradually goes through the rest of the the, the company base or the companies. So eventually, the, the agile that's been the big thing for the big boys, yep, uh, for twenty year, twenty odd years, will start to filter down into smaller to medium businesses and companies. Yep, and it'll start. Another groundswell will come from those small to mediums. Yeah, I can see that. I can if, see that. Eventually, your corner coffee shop will be agile. They already are. They just don't know it, and they just need a little bump along yeah. to help them with 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 their process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you uh, get How do you get the cup of cup of coffee out faster? Yeah, and and that slight improvement for them makes all the difference for their business, right? Yeah. And yeah. that that is why the, the coffee shop needs agile more than the, the big company, big corporate. Yeah, it's it's the same. It's the same thing we talk about with the big stuff as the, as the small stuff is. If if the corner coffee shop can get that coffee out to the customer ten seconds faster, mm. that's ten seconds the owner has to have a chat with that person. Say, hey, have a great day. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a really good. They'll point. come. They'll they'll come back again because they feel good about going to that place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Wow. See, we solved the world. It's, it's fine. The world's, the world's going to be fine. This was our uh, last episode just, of Awake and Agile because there's no more yeah. content needed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's fixed. It's fixed. The, the, the world is fixed. The universe, in fact, I think. Okay. I think we should, I think we should leave it there. <laughs> I think we should shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. I, um, I hope that was valuable to the listener. Uh, I think so. I think there was some value there. But let's wrap it up. Thanks, Adam. That was fun. Bye. Laters.
thanks for listening to that episode. That was a bit of fun. If it was triggering, don't worry. Just hit the like button and give us a review. Five stars because the more stars you have, the better you feel. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you can reach us at awakenagile at gmail.com. Yes, that's correct. All one word, awakenagile. No spaces or underscores or inflections or whatever else the thing is. Uh, just straight English, awaken agile, no space at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on LinkedIn, Adam Murray and Jordan Bailey. We'd love to see you there. Read our profiles. They're lots of fun. And, uh, yeah, go out and be helpful. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye. All right. Who's doing the intro? I think it's your turn. All right. Have you been triggered, Adam? Are you triggered? Was that the intro or the outro? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Thank you for listening to that episode. If that triggered you, we're not sorry. Do something about it. Get up off your seat and smash the like button because exercise helps. Smash it as hard as you can. (laughs) I don't know. I've lost my... I've lost my... I was about to... Play the Rocky tune. Get off your seat right now. Get off your seat right now. Get up off your seat. Get up. James Brown. Get up. All right. That's grumpy. That is gold. That is radio gold. That was that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> no, your, bye, again. your bye was a bit mean. See you later. Bye. <laughs> bye. It's off. Bye. We've got one minute. You want to do it again or are you happy with that? I'm happy with that. All right. All right. All right, boss.